नमस्ते अस्तु भगवान विश्वेश्वराया महादेवाया त्रयंबकाया तिरुपंथकाया त्रिगागनीकालाया कालागनीरुद्राया Nilakantaya Mrityum Jaya Sarveshwaraya Sadashivaya Shriman Mahadevaya Namaho Namaste. Welcome to our first episode on introduction on Tantra. In this lesson, we will understand what is Tantra. We will understand how to, what it exactly means and how to take this meaning into our life. Now we all know there are a lot of misconceptions about this concept. We do not have a clear understanding of what Tantra is. We are often misled by the society, by the people who has less awareness or you can say that who are using Tantra from a very tamasic point, very low point. So we need to understand and see beyond what is happening about Tantra. We have to find the deeper truth, what is the true significance, what is the main aspect which Tantra stands for. So in this lesson we will understand the aspects of what Tantra is. So when we say about the word Tantra, when we know it is uh, composed with two combination of words tatva and mantras tatva stands for the cosmic principles whatever we see around us in the space that objects those materials those forms the shapes these are all the effects of tatva so in Tantric tradition, they accept 36 tatvas, which we will go through in the coming lectures. And one has to come out, or one has to become one with all these tatvas. No, it accepts that these tatvas, these elements of these principles, which are in the cosmic space, has to become one with all of those 
tatwas and mantra which is the another half part of tantra which is more mystic which is more scientific means how to study these elements and how to use these elements to raising our consciousness to attain something the deeper truth of our own self of of the cosmos of the reality so mantra here stands for something a mystical vibration which you create through practice through uses of mantras through uses of geometry as yantras through uses of astrology studying of the planets so all of these sciences when they come together where to understand the tatva to understand the cosmic principle to become one with that principle this is where the tantra becomes so look at this understanding of what tantra is the elements which are in the space becoming one how by using the tools which are within us right so use those tools logics knowledge to come out of that ignorance or there is no ignorance you know depends there are different traditions in tantra which follow you know different concept which we will cover in the coming lectures so here we are understanding the word what tantra is composed of and if we split we get one is tatva and one is mantra two important aspects of this cosmic relation and the relation of yourself your atman you know how it combines this atman with the paramatman with the cosmos with the supreme so the whole study of tantra is to guide you to guide that self to guide that atman to para atman to merge that shakti with shiva you know the shiva is the absolute tatva that element which is creating the matter creating all the principles of cosmic entity all the mystical science to come back to to use it the science and knowledge to merge with shiva it's like an example of uh, ink and a brush brush is a matter and ink is that absolute it is pure in its form and the brush itself is pure in its form when the brush gets mixed with the ink however the lines are formed creates the matter you know that movement that change starts beginning whenever this matter is in contact with the conscious whenever this brush is in contact with the ink no so that's the truth it will form up so either you see that brush is that divine element of shiva itself so as however you want to create 
is Shiva because they both are not different, they are one. Similarly, this Tattva and Mantra has to come one to become as Tantra. There is a shloka on Tantra which describes where the word has been taken, which is seen as Tanyate Vistaryate Janam Anemana Iti Tantaram means here the word Tanyoti which means expansion and the next word which is Rayati means liberation which has been taken from this shloka means Tantra is a practice to liberate it's an expansion which you create within yourself to feel free to feel liberated to feel absolute bliss right so when we understand this that it's in a practice of an expansion of your consciousness you know, by using the right tools by using the right guidance you know that's where we understand the effects it's a basically a very practical approach unless and unless there is no practice these realizations will not come it's not simply mere knowing about it one has to put these teachings into the practice into your daily life and that's where we understand the true meaning the true essence of what tantra is so from the definition point of view there is no clear definition of tantra because there are many traditions right there is shaivism tradition there is shaktism tradition there is vaishnavism tradition and then they all have their approach towards tantra so there is no clear definition like shaktism believes in the power of shakti and that is the supreme in Shaivism, they believe that Shiva is the Supreme. Right? In Vaishnavism, they believe that Vishnu is the Supreme. As Supreme as that truth, as that absolute consciousness. So it is something very abstract, you know, where we do not really have a clear understanding. Because there is no traditions much left. People have exploited misunderstood these traditions and created their own understandings out of it taking something from the whole you know can create a different understanding though it is a part of that but though it is still not purnam that complete there have been many traditions you know uh, there are sub-divisions of these traditions. Right? So, we will study all those 
in the coming lessons. So for now, we need to just have an understanding and overall as a as a word what it stands for, as a sound what it stands for. You know, and later we will get more clear understandings. You know, it's it's just the beginning. We have to be open to receive. It's not something we can define it, because that itself is a practice which brings us out from the definitions. You know, it is the practice which brings us out from how society functions. You know, the purpose of creating tantra itself was to bring people out from that rituals, that traditions. You know, to to have something out of the box. And that is why it did not was was not accepted by the society. They are saying this is something very madness. How can you be like that? Now our society cannot live in this manner because everyone had their own strong belief into their philosophies, and that is why it was not accepted as a major Indian philosophy, but it has its own philosophy and which connects to the today's world, which connects to the present world. So it is important to grow this understanding. As we saw that Tantra means liberation and expansion. So it's a liberation of energy and expansion of consciousness. Means we use that science, that mystic powers to expand our consciousness from its gross form to the subtle to the causal form to come out of the gunas, rajas, sattva and tamas to liberate the mind and use its senses to go beyond the mind you know, to lift that potential energy which we have within us, where we are not able to direct it, use it to our potential. You know, so these practices, means of Tantra, can expand, expand our consciousness. We liberate from our stuck emotions or activities. It gives us that force, that fire, that agni, you know, where this kundalini rises up, piercing through all the chakras. This is what they meant. You know, expansion of consciousness, liberation of energy, expanding and liberating it from each chakra, passing through till the crown, you know, where you merge with the Shiva. So according to the Hindu understandings of Tantrism, the entire universe is considered to be the divine stage where Shiva and Shakti are carrying the drama of life. These two principles, consciousness and matter, Shiva and Shakti, Yin and Yang, masculine and feminine, this duality creates a drama 
creates that movement, that fluctuation, that agitation, that feelings. So it's the whole drama of life where it one has to use the energy to expand their consciousness, to come out of this drama. So the total aim of this practice is to liberate, to achieve liberation from darkness, to bring light from mortality to immortal, from truthfulness to truthfulness, you know. So once we understand that, our masculine, our feminine energy, how to bring it together, how to balance it together, gives us the expansion of our conscious. And we do not know what what is that expansion of that conscious. Because we will only know when we put that into the practice. To understand how we expanded, how we liberated ourselves. You know, how do we see things now differently than before? So all these things in life, when you contemplate, when you reflect, you will get an understanding of it. It also gives an understanding that universe is a web. You know, have you seen a spider creating a web? So as the spider is in the center and from that center, he expands his web and at any point he can come back but if he finds a prey if he wants to ca- if he wants to catch someone he has to form a web in that way that he can go there catch its prey and come back to the center and this is our life you know this is our life what we create too you know we always want to come back to the center but we always get fluctuated with the aspects of this matter with these fluctuations in the prakriti where we want where we desire that it, it teaches us you know everything is that interrelated with that center it is interconnected So how to use this as instrument, you know, to move back and forth or to stay in that. So it's a tool which gives us that understanding that how to move in our construction, how to move in our web, what we create. Tantra believes that everything is divine. Every aspect, every atom of this cosmic entity is divine, is Shiva. Nothing is illusionary. The whole universe is alive. The whole universe is representing the form of Shakti. The feminine aspect of the truth. So nothing exists that isn't divine in this space. 
this is the main idea of tantric philosophy that nothing exists that isn't divine everything around us is divinity we have to become equilibrium with all this divinity around us so in tantra they say that universe is something real like in vedanta they disagree that it is an illusion but how it differs to vedanta that no it is not illusion it is real every aspect of this universe is not illusionary it is real because it is part of shiva without shiva the shakti will not manifest without consciousness there is no matter you know so these are all variety of forms of divine consciousness all manifestation which is happening around us is a play of shiva and shakti of yin and yang this tradition was more of introduced for the people who are living in household life if we trace the things about these practices we will get that this understanding was given for people who are living in a married in a household in a family kind of settings because it gives us that belief that tool that world is not illusion you use them for what you are looking for for what do you want you know it's a part of shiva respect be connected divine do not detach yourself do not run away from those become one you know so it was designed in such a way that household people would more resonate will more relate because there is something which they are able to connect you know they are able to worship even if it's a statue they are able to take their offerings they are able to relate to sacrifices you know so different traditions are like different schools has different traditions you know so but but they it says that every aspect of this universe is real is not illusion and that is why it was brought in the worldly life settings because a lot of other philosophies were saying that world is an illusion you have to come out of the suffering this is all suffering you know that is not the truth we are deluded in that truth but tantra here says no that is not delusion it's not illusion it is real it is there it has all the elements of what shiva is because it is part of shiva it is part of that consciousness even in the body we can see this energy you know when it is related to that creative energy that divine energy 
it is in the body too means every aspect of this universe which is outside is within the body and this body becomes your tool to merge what is outside you know that is why the tantric practices are focused more on like uh, meditations kriyas mudras yantras yoga asanas you know sacrifices you know doing rituals doing ceremonies so all of these comes together to make that body connect with the matter outside with the shakti so within the body also it is a representation there of shakti and shiva our creative energy which is residing inside near the mooladhara chakra in the coil shape which is known as the serpent energy too when it rises up you know that's where the expansion is happening that's where liberation is happening that's where the tantra is coming in so all its energies are considered as a divine instrument for a spiritual transformation in a simpler way we can say that every practice what we are doing in our daily life you know every practice means even daily household things what we are doing and if we do with the divine approach behind it a spiritual approach behind it in a very harmonious and equilibrium way it is considered as sacred right then it becomes the tantra because we are using that energy we are using that matter to grow to come out it's a basically a very practical system you know it is a very path where you have to do your sadhana and this sadhana is not something like for one year two years it's a lifelong practice because here the only practice is to keep practicing with every aspect what you are dealing in your current life and it is truly based on your direct experiences and realizations which you will get through the practices of course there can be numerous methods there can be numerous techniques to reach to that realizations which tantra gives you it is something very devotional it is something very ritualistic because the ultimate goal if one has to reach one has to be deeply devoted in the practice in their path you know where one has to see all the energies as divine manifestations where we have to live this principle of divine manifestation you know all aspect of this cosmic is divine we have to live that this is where the self realization comes this is where when we know about ourselves the self what we can relate to the outside you know gives us the realization 
So that is why this tradition was always evolved. It never had like a one way of to look at things or one way of practices. And through the time, through the evolution, the understanding of Tantra also kept on changing because as it was needed, the techniques for Tantra was being taken by the people, by their lifestyle, what they resonated to. And that is why it becomes like a non-dogmatic system. You know, it is a very free approach towards life and seeing everything as that part. So it becomes very a tradition which was created to expand our consciousness, you know, to come out of this constructive lifestyles, beliefs, traditions, systems, governance. It is something to identify, you know, that hidden part in ourselves, that qualities, whether feminine and men, to understand that Shiva and Shakti inside us, to guide it, that what, which Shiva element is present in us, which element of Shakti is manifesting us, and use it you know, to connect spiritually, to grow spiritually. It's a path where you expand your awareness to accomplish spiritual knowledge and freedom, which includes physical, mental, emotional, spiritual practices all along the way with the help of its philosophy. It has to go hand in hand, the practices and the philosophy. You cannot just take the practices and leave the philosophy behind. That is wrong. That is what it is happening. People have just taken the practices, but then there is no philosophy. You know, there, the concept has not been understood. Tantra is the science of energy management, you know, where we manage, where we understand what energy we are, you know, and take that energy to experience. And this energy provides us tools and techniques to create a real experience, to experience what is Shiva, what is spirituality. Now, if we see some various traditions in Tantra, so Tantric system is based on the Agama scriptures, where the Agama gives the understanding of this cosmos. Right? Based on that, there were three major systems developed as Shakta, as the Shakti part, the Shaiva as Shiva, and Vaishnava as Vishnu. 
in Vaishnava we saw that it is something related with Vishnu respect. In Shiva tradition it is related with Shiva. And in Shakti it is related with the Shakti aspect. The divine cosmic element is represented as Shakti. So their whole practice is based on two words Shakti as the divine cosmic element. It itself is the truth. And these traditions, many different sub-tradition formed up based on this and based on their practices. You know, like uh, the Shakti tradition has two paths, the left and the right. The left one goes with more occult practices, practices which are related to lower respect from a tamasic point and which is totally based on uh, all external practices. So the practices has to be done in the relation with external like yantras, right? Chanting mantras, suppose. Uh, and on the right side, there would be practices again externally in the Shakti tradition. But the practices would be more of like uh, yoga asanas, kriyas, mudras, bandhas, right? So though still they are external practices which you do, but has effect in your internal aspect. Again, Shiva tradition is based on the mixed practices, both internally and externally. So there is form of like meditations, sadhanas, and also practices of which are externally, you know, rituals, sacrifices maybe, or yoga asanas, kriyas, mudras, bandhas, so combination of those two. And in Vaishnava, it is completely pure state of meditation. Only through the help of meditation, one connects to that. So these different traditions had different practices involved inside. And whatever people connected used those techniques. And based on these techniques, you know, different schools have been formed. And different books have been formed. Uh, there are sub-traditions evolved on basis of these understandings. So there are some uh, scriptures which are famous to understand, like uh, Kashmir Shaivism talks about the right-hand path of Shakti tradition. You know, Shiva Sarode talks about uh, Shiva path, that middle path. You know, Shiva Sahita, also talks about which is also the middle path you know and many other scriptures from even vedantic understands have can be seen that it has very similar approach and idea but they believe in brahman they accept brahman as truth and here is shiva and shakti as truth so different traditions are there we will go through those traditions in the coming lessons you know so it will give you some more uh, depth of these uh, traditions.
Now, what it is being like a tantric? You know, we often wonder, okay, what what I will be like when I, if I practice tantra. Now, how how would you how would it be like? So the nature of this practice, you know, it makes you complete awareness of the elements around you. So you use these subtle and causal elements to expand your consciousness. So you use techniques of various, you know, uh, aspects which combines like a medicinal practice, uh, duty in the society, spiritual practices like worshiping, ritual, initiation, you know, growing the consciousness practices like meditation, mantras, mudras, working with chakras, you know, working with jyotish, astrology. So all these signs, when you understand, you create a, an idea and healing, a therapy approach to expand yourself to have self-realization. So you work in that sense, in that manner, in that direction. Now a beautiful transformation occurs with the help of these practices and the one who is going through the transformation feels bliss, feels divine feels completely connected and that's what it feels like to be a tantric where we guide ourselves to achieve that bliss and if someone needs to help to guide the others too yeah. and you can experiment various permutations combinations of practices what works for you what defines you you know whether you are more inclined towards meditations, whether you are more inclined towards uh, mudras, whether you are more inclined to yantras, whether you are combination of various. So this is what the tantric is. So this was some understanding of what tantra is, you know, where we understood what it means, the definition, the word. We understood different schools, traditions. You now we understood how it feels to be like a tantric. Now, in the more lessons, we will come up with different topics. We will penetrate more deeper insight into all of these traditions, into all of those uh, practices. We will see what practices can be fit in, what tradition we fit in, you know, to understand it, to relate it, to practice it. So, we'll see you in the next lesson. I hope you have a wonderful time. Om Namah Shivaya Hello. Ah, hi. Hi. What are you doing?